0: Did Don Draper really buy the world a Coke? Did Tony Soprano really die or just order more onion rings? Were those guys really in hell the whole time or was that just the audience? The finales of our favorite shows can make us argue, make us cry, and make us crazy. From Spotify and The Ringer, I'm Andy Greenwald and this is Stick the Landing, a new podcast where we'll be telling the story of modern TV backwards, one fade out at a time each episode, a guest and I will choose a celebrated series from history, from the 70s to the streaming era and beyond, and do a deep dive on its very last episode. Was it all a dream? Did it turn into a nightmare? And most importantly, what can we learn about tomorrow's new shows from the way yesterday's ended? TV is a journey. I hope you'll enjoy this podcast about The destination. Starting January 17th, find Stick the Landing on Wednesdays on the Prestige TV feed, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on
0: the 30 clock. 30 minutes. Yes.
1: A lot of good stories. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're huh. back. How are you? Great. Um, I'm glad to hear that. You know what I've been thinking a lot about? Cosmic. I need someone in Texas slash Illinois yes. to follow up about Cosmic. Someone
0: go to Cosmic, the McDonald's answer to Starbucks, which is not really an answer to Starbucks. And please, if you, anybody who wants to be involved with in the show, whether you went to Cosmic or not, you can call us at
1: 646 Stu Stu 138. All right, let's get started. First stop. The great city of Indianapolis. Great topic. Something really wild happened. It's like a it's like a kerfuffle I didn't really even like consider happening in my lifetime. It's just like not something I considered to be a problem, which is there basically was like an ambush wedding. And the thing that got ambushed was the wedding venue. It's a coffee shop called Mansion Society. Mm -hmm. It's in Indianapolis. It is adjacent. To an actual wedding venue. Yes. And this couple walked in with their friends and family. They made
0: a reservation for six. They attempted to make a reservation for six. Right. And then when they were told there was like some documents involved and they don't really take reservations. So then people came in. They're like, we have a reservation. Like, oh, we only do that, but you can go sit down at that table. And then what happened?
1: Um, Many more people came in. Yeah. And they had an actual wedding. Uh, like there was an officiant, there was a photographer.
0: Everyone's dressed up. There were seats lined up along the side. There's two people at the front, an officiant, there's a photographer with lights. They had a wedding. (laughs) They had a wedding. In a coffee shop.
1: In a coffee shop. When I first saw this come through, I thought it was going to be the Mansion Diner on First Avenue on that East side. I was like, wait, what? Weird place to get married. But no, it's the Mansion Society, Indianapolis. Um, And then the wedding, as you may expect, really disrupted business at the uh mansion society the folks from the mansion society are like making it seem like it was like a hostage situation well, where they were being held <laughs> hostage by this y- wedding and they couldn't yes. like do business um and it of course spilled over onto social media um Jobi, i know you have a lot of thoughts
0: i have a lot of thoughts what
1: are they also what crucial information do you think i've left out for like table setting here
0: okay a couple things number one um what happened they're being accused of sort of taking over the coffee shop blocking it from customers so they can't serve customers also which i loved taking the parking spots out front and then parking the cars valet style which i love the idea of just like i'm not just a pop-up wedding we also have like we have a valet at our pop-up wedding to just give me the keys it's tip me later insane and, and then the finances are the big part too because what happened was is they complained about this. They filmed some of it. They just said they wouldn't post it on social media, but they did later because they felt wronged. And the, the couple basically offered $200, mm. right? And then you would think, as someone who's been married and spent way too much on their wedding, is the venue cost is, is very high. And then the, so the venue flowers. came back. And you know what they said? Just give us 500 so they're only three hundred dollars off, and I'm thinking if I had a pop up wedding that you didn't know about in your venue, and all I had to pay was five hundred dollars to make everything good, here you go. That is a steal, a steal, a steal. The the one
1: day valet guy probably costs
0: more than that. Yeah, and I'm also thinking like, what this shouldn't be a coffee shop anymore. This should be a wedding venue because this isn't. A, this is a great deal. Now it's famous too.
1: It's like yeah. a place to have your pop up wedding.
0: And so those are some of the facts I want to get up. But one of the things I when I saw this, I initially thought. This is where they had their first date. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing that went through my mind. It's like, oh, this is special to this couple. They wanted to have it in this place. I actually thought it was kind of romantic, right? Okay. To sort of like recreate the art when we first fell in love, first met, or whatever. But then when I realized it's actually adjacent to a wedding venue and they get a lot of wedding parties coming in. So they're kind of like used to this. Like, I feel like, I don't know, was this planned?
1: I think it was. The valet piece of it and, like, a lot of parking makes it seem, like, to me, like it was planned. Like, I think that they went for a venue where, like, they'd just be able to accommodate a lot of people. Yeah. It does seem like planning went into this. It wasn't just, like, totally random. And if you
0: think about a restaurant, you kind of need to sit at tables and have servers. But a coffee shop is kind of like a bar in the sense that it's like, we trust that you're going to buy something. Feel free to sit down and chill.
1: Also, they— they blocked like operations in there. For, yes. for twenty minutes. What happened after?
0: First of all, great time for a ceremony, everybody. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, twenty that's minutes. That's just time. about perfect. I was just yeah, discussing yeah.
1: this, I think, with Callie. That's the proper time for yes. a wedding. Yeah, for yes, twenty 100%. minutes. One hundred percent.
0: That's just about right. If you're not married yet, you're engaged. Twenty minutes is just about right. And they blocked it down, but they also one person came over and was like, "Hey." You're having a wedding in my place of business. And their response was, cool, cool, cool. Just five more minutes. We're wrapping this up. Which I love that, too. Whoever that who that person was. It's not the bride of the groom. i like someone would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're totally right. You're right. We'll get out of here. It's five more minutes, right?
1: I just don't understand, like, what happened next. Like, I'm just very confused. They just left. Where'd they go?
0: They Wherever they got their valet cars. And they just, like, left the <laughs> venue. And then there was an email exchange. Which is like where the, the sort of the finances started to work out, but they're only three hundred dollars apart.
1: I know. It's also there was, a, but that also was a GoFundMe. I think right. So like,
0: how much were they racing on the GoFundMe? <laughs> yes. It was. A, it was. They really looked like a wedding party.
1: So, my my quibble with this, or not like even a quibble, but I don't like how Mansion Society is handling things. I don't. I don't like the tone of yeah. their Instagram. I. I feel like this was going to be a net positive for them.
0: That's what I was thinking.
1: Like, they got a lot of attention. Lean into it. It's funny. But now they're just, like, really mad. And they posted, like, a 10-slide Instagram about... What happened and the wedding saga? And they're
0: trying to pose themselves as victims. Yes. Whereas what they really should pose themselves as as a community center where you can come, you can get your work done, you can connect with people, you can have meetings, have weddings. Also, another <laughs> you never know yeah. where you're going to see a mansion.
1: I would love to. But I just want to note, like I was at the Met a couple of days ago, and there was a wedding, like a wedding photo shoot, like an engagement photo shoot mm-hmm. happening, and it was just two people and their photographer on the big staircase at the Met inside. And they didn't, like, get a permit for that or pay for it. And I was like, I love this. I just yeah. feel like we're doing our influencer photo it,
0: shoot. It helped your day.
1: Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, if I was at a coffee, coffee shop or shop, a diner and I yeah. saw a wedding, I'd be excited. And in
0: today's, like, TikTok, Instagram society, totally. you're getting post on post on post. So
1: here's my other issue with Mansion Society, how they're handling it. They, like, refrain from posting any clips of what happened to, like, per, like mm, give were like, anonymity. We're, like, we're too
0: classy for that. We would never do that. We but would then, never do that to this wedding.
1: Then once they got viral and they only got $200, not $500, Boom! They, we post they it. They posted it. I'm just like, that's tacky. You didn't Thank need to you. do it. Like, Very it's like tacky. out there already.
0: Yeah, you can see like the bride's face.
1: So I'm, I'm team bride is where I'm at. I'm, t- on I'm this. team wedding
0: on this. <laughs> Fuck the Mansion Society. Oh Bad my- name for a coffee shop. Never going there ever. Next time I'm in Indianapolis going to go right past Mansion Society to one of their competitors.
1: Wow. Well, just go through to the wedding venue and see if you can just crash. <laughs>
0: if, just fi- find knows? your way in. <laughs> Renew my vows.
1: All right. Let's move on to another, like, just honestly harrowing story.
0: Um, can, can I just, can you just, this is important to me. I want to take everybody behind the scenes. Can you just read the headline?
1: Yes. This is from people.com. And then,
0: and then stop, please.
1: Man accused of assaulting trying to deep fry wife's co-worker's head at McDonald's for, quote, disrespecting, close quote, her.
0: When I saw this headline and read it, I thought our producer, Mike Wargon, has lo- lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I assumed the head was no longer attached to the body. I thought there was a decapitation, and someone was deep frying a loose head like covered in blood after a bloody murder, trying to deep fry a decapitated head. And I was like, Mike, we can't talk about this on food news. I was like, what happened? Is 2024 turned a page for Mike? Do we need to check in on him? But then I read the article, and guess what? Totally not that big Make a deal. Continue.
1: It's actually an episode of Fargo, basically. Like, this is the kind of thing that would happen on that. Are you watching Fargo? <laughs> no. It's very good, but I feel like this would happen. Um, a man named Dwayne Whaden went to a McDonald's where his wife works um, and found the woman that was annoying his wife, her co-worker, and tried to push her into the deep fryer.
0: Oh, it was a female he tried to push in the deep fryer. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think so. I, I didn't read it that way. That changes everything.
1: Oh, I assumed it was a woman.
0: Oh no! I assumed it was a guy. I don't. I don't think Dwayne is going to show up at McDonald's and assault the co-worker. Oh, you're
1: right. It was. Yeah. It was a man. Okay. That's Theod- that, that changes all his the name dynamics. Is Theodore.
0: Yeah, So Theodore. I
1: assume this was like a man attacking a woman no, for some no, reason. No. <laughs> no.
0: Even we, I assumed it was a decapitation. So who am I to judge on assumptions <laughs> in this in this case? But here's my question for you: is where I want to take this one, right? Okay. Let's say you are pissed off yeah. at work and someone's annoying you. Uh-huh. And Theodore is just God. He's been doing this for months, but he's he just woke up and he just chose violence today and you are so mad that you call your man okay your man shows up looking for blood what percentage of you is just like oh Dwayne this is embarrassing this is where I work I hate this and what percentage of you is like that's my man right there
1: 95% annoyed I do not I do not want this happening (laughs) okay (laughs) that is not for me no No.
0: not you okay
1: let's keep that Let's just, you know. Yeah, like I was just
0: trying to vent. It was my break. I called you. I vented. I was like, uh, yeah. This is
1: just like me sharing with you, my partner. Yes. Please do not come <laughs> yeah. to my place of business yeah. and take action. This, I, I do not need this that. This is
0: also like a very trophy, like male female in a relationship thing where like dude is like trying to solve problem. I will solve problem. <laughs> and sometimes just like, no, no, I just wanted to vent. You know, that's actually, that's actually yeah. helping. Yeah. All yeah. I'm
1: doing is like looking for you to like, Say you understand. Yeah. And like yeah. be on my and side. Like, and
0: they also talk shit about Theodore a little bit. Note yeah. to everyone
1: in my life. Usually I'm just looking for you to be on my side. Okay. So, I'm on minutes. your side, Juliet. <laughs> That's really all that matters. Um, this is, I just think, really gnarly and funny. And like, yes.
0: it's so absurd. I just like the pushing in the fryer. It, it does seem very like Tarantino ish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like you're just trying to get the answer out of it's somebody. It's like
1: campy violence. It's yeah. so absurd. Yeah, it's
0: like Suge Knight trying to get like Vanilla Ice to sign some document and just like, I'll fry your head.
1: And like a reenactment or something. Yeah,
0: but I, I, I definitely read that and thought the head was off the shoulders. And I was like, Mike, we cannot talk about this on Food News.
1: For some reason, I just like really thought it was like a man attacking a woman on behalf of his Which wife. Which also
0: makes it a little gnarly. I don't want to talk about it on Food News. But, um, but man-on-man violence involves deep-frying faces? You're like, I'm, I'm on board. Go. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Ten minutes.
1: All right, let's move on to talking about olive oil, one of our favorite topics. Mm. CNN went long on um, extra virgin olive oil being really expensive. And part of that is, as we've discussed on this pod, a bad grow season for both yes. olives and, wine, and grapes
0: last Dude, year. Dude, it said in the article... I know. 41%. That's a huge percentage.
1: Huge problem. But for me, the big problem is that there's a lot of fake olive oil now being sold here in America, including, um, it said that like some of the ways that it's watered down, like like, what they'll do is take some olive oil and Mm -hmm. then mix it with palm oil, canola oil, and lamp oil. And then I kept reading the article for them to explain what lamp oil is. And I was like, you mean like from Mary Poppins'
0: olden (laughs) times? Yes.
1: And they didn't really explain it. No, but
0: also like, and also they put like food coloring. Yeah, in it to make it look more yellow. Like to clark. make it look like that that butterish color. Yeah,
1: and it's like it is alarming. Also, I will say like a t- conversation I've had recently is how expensive olive oil has gotten. Um, so I really want the good shit, and you can taste the difference for sure. Oh
0: yeah, but the thing is, okay. See, that's where I want to go with this. Yes, you can taste the difference. The olive oil that we had in Spain was fantastic. Some of the best so olive bad. oil I've ever had in my life, even though I think it's overrated. Fine. But point being. Forgot
1: about that point. Point B, Important that you nailed it. If I have it at
0: home, right? Yeah. And you gave me the Fugazi canola oil with the, the green dye or whatever, and, and you put it in a very fancy bottle, I don't think I would taste the difference. Because hmm. I also use this as cooking thing. I don't just I don't well, like dip bread different. in it. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: I think for cooking, it's harder to tell the difference. But if you dip bread yes. in it, I bet you would tell the difference. I don't know, but you've now had such the good the good shit from Spain.
0: I know, but like if you put it in a really fancy bottle, so I you're think just you would trick be accepted. Yes. Well,
1: maybe we should do a blind taste test and see if you can tell the difference between fancy olive oil and I not. I think we fancy did that for like oil. a
0: week in Spain. <laughs> well, let's do it
1: again. Let's see where you're at. You know? all right? You
0: know, let's go check in on our guys in <laughs> Tenerife.
1: I think at of Tenerife often. It was a great place. Um. All right, let's move on. Um. More oil news. Our third oil story in a row. I like this one. <laughs> Two men were allegedly stealing cooking oil from Wendy's in Pennsylvania. They had previously done this, allegedly, in New York.
0: This is what they do. This is the thing that, that I wanted to talk about. They get a Penske truck. They get a truck. Penske truck, and they go to Wendy's, and they steal oil. Right? <laughs> yeah. they, so they did that. And at the very bottom of the article, there's a quote. And I'm just the like, quotes, you got to lead with this. Absolutely incredible. Here's what they said. Officers noted Garcia Reyes was arrested for the same offense 20 days prior in New Jersey. They're also from New York. So That's why I he New York. robbed a Wendy's not for cash, not for food, for olive oil. Or no, sorry, oil. And then 20, got arrested for it and charged. And then 20 days later, did it again.
1: Here's what I want to share with you. According to court records, one of these men said, there were no signs prohibiting the theft of cooking oil.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> so there, that is 4K chess.
1: Therefore, it's allowed.
0: I like that.
1: I know. I mean, he—
0: There's no sign that it said I can't.
1: What's the resale value on cooking oil that he's doing it 20 days From apart? Wendy's. I mean, we just discussed
0: states. the high-quality olive oil that we tasted that I would probably pay $100 a bottle for in Spain. I can't imagine the market— is similar for Wendy's oil that you cook and then try to put your colleague's face in. Oh, sorry, that's McDonald's.
1: I so deeply wish we could just, like, interview all these thieves to be like, what's the resale value? Where is this going? Because, again, they have, like, a system. They have these pumps that like, extract the oil, and then they can transport it. It's in the in the Penske truck or a U-Haul, whatever. Like, where is that going? What are you using it for? Yes. so specific and, like, do is Wendy's known for not having good lockup, like so that you can easily get in and steal the oil? Is there a pump outside? Like you oh, know you know what I'm gonna say what? inside it, job. yeah.
0: one of these guys used to work in a Wendy's.
1: I guess. they so must. He knows how it works. must. they must. Yeah. yeah. It's like, they need to work on that, Wendy's, and also perhaps make it clear that you can't steal it. Well, you know sign. what? I'm not
0: gonna. I'm not gonna blame Wendy's for this one. I'm gonna blame the guy that got caught by the police doing something, and then three weeks later, did it again and got caught by the police.
1: Would you blame him if um, he had not got caught? Like, are you only blaming him because he's not good at this, or are you blaming him because he may have committed a crime?
0: Oh, because he's not good at it. Okay, just and, also, to be clear and, on and, that. and then, and then he didn't have the foresight to come up with like uh, something to say when they picked him up. Besides. Bro, there wasn't a sign saying I couldn't exactly. That's your defense. I, I
1: I respect it. It's so absurd that i I like it. I'm on board um all right. More fast food news. Everything's just weaving together today. Mm. I, I, I love a theme. Um in and out, the very overrated and beloved fast food chain of the West Coast, California, primarily wildly
0: overrated so
1: overrated they added new items to the official menu, which is interesting because they've always had, like, a secret menu. So it's, like, kind of a big deal when they actually do add items to the menu. Um, They've added...
0: But it's misleading. Okay. They added cherry Coke and light lemonade. That's not a menu item. Well... That's another spout on the drink machine.
1: I'm a beverage enthusiast. To me, that would be exciting.
0: I know. I love, I love Cherry Coke Zero is, one, is probably like my favorite beverage, wow. health not included. But I will say this is another In-N-Out adjacent story. that's not in the rundown. Did you see that Paul Giamatti went to In-N-Out after the Golden Globes? I did, yeah. So now I'm starting to think that celebrities are doing this knowing that that post will happen. Mm. I think these are calculated fast food visits after award shows knowing you're wearing a damn tuxedo and you're famous and people are going to take pictures of that and then they're going to post it the next day and get part of the news cycle and it's all contrived because it makes you seem like a normal person even though you're not because you're Paul Giamatti.
1: Yeah. Um, Graydon Carter's Vanity Fair party always has an in and out truck after the Oscars so I wonder if he was like trying to elicit that or like evoke that I don't know maybe he was just hungry
0: maybe
1: I don't know I like the holdovers did you see it no it's good it's emotional I. it's very sad Um. alright let's move on another story beer drinking in America has fallen to the lowest level in a generation I feel like this is when I heard a few years ago that like sex without or something like yeah like yeah young yeah this happens are, all the time aren't into sex or something um yeah people are just like not drinking Bud Light because they're also, like, drugs are legal in a lot of places. like
0: That's interesting.
1: I think that has something to do with it, too.
0: Oh, so I think... Um, when you read on the article, a lot of it, what it is, is, for example, here's a, a quote from a guy that... I don't know his name. For example, some... Of the, I'm a journalist. Some of the world's largest soft drink and energy companies introduced sugar-forward alcohol beverage to the market, all of which are fine for the same consumer occasions and traditional malt and hop-forward products, i.e., with, there used to just be, like beer five different beers yeah. and now there's like a million different hard seltzers there's hard kombucha there's hard water there's hard punch there's hard everything yeah so i think that's what it is but one more o- more options but For i just
1: m- also think people like can smoke weed
0: yes and it, well one thing that like makes this a couple things i learned out of this was interesting is uh the number one import is uh modelo mm. huh. number one beer in america 2023
1: modelo it's Didn't, really popular i would not
0: think that it's a very good beer and also they're like yes yeah uh, huge like the the number of barrels that we're shipping out is 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 down 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 oh my god this is awful the you know there's so many new new products in the marketplace we're getting a smaller slice but guess what financially because they've raised the prices they're doing great they're doing better than ever so yeah. i don't feel bad yeah totally it's like if the business is good then it's whatever fine. yeah like, who
1: cares i mean i feel like is it something like inherent about eating uh or drinking beer that like people need to maintain i don't know is it like an american thing i don't know yeah
0: whoa very American.
1: Bud Light is. I love beer. I mean, like, not all of it is, though. Like, German beer is a thing.
0: No, I think just drinking beer is Regardless of where the beer came from. Sure. Drinking beer is a very it's American It's an American thing. pastime. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Beer at a baseball game. Football. watch Football Sunday.
0: Crush a 12-pack. Beer and sports. Love it.
1: Sounds great. Oh, yeah.
0: And a burger. Some wings.
1: One final story, Jacoby, before we move on to our taste test. Okay. Um, France is the location in which there has now been a pizza with 1001 flavors of cheese
0: i hate these people i do too wait i mean please if you look at the pizza the pizza looks like a cake it's the size of a cake and at the very the crust of the cake is a pizza crust and the cake itself which has got to be about three or four inches high is just cheese stacked on top of cheese stacked on top of cheese and it's, it's, not a, pizza. A, it's like it looks like a like a a, 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 a giant hockey puck is kind of the dimension that it has, minutes. and the cheese it doesn't—it doesn't look edible at all.
1: At all, it just also looks bad. Yeah, and it's like, just like
0: it's like what's the? This isn't a pizza. If, if the, the point of of this, I think the spirit of the the record is to put the most cheeses on a pizza. But I like that pizza to be edible. Like, remember when they filled that warehouse in Los Angeles Convention Center? Yes. Made the biggest pizza ever. It looked like an edible pizza.
1: Also. It doesn't look like pizza. Like at what point yes. is it no longer pizza? Yeah how how
0: do, how are we defining pizza? Great I, point. That's
1: not a pizza to me.
0: This is a bunch of cheese on a on a crust plate.
1: Yeah, I, I reject it.
0: Yes, this, you know what? I'm I've, taking this 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 back. They did not break the Guinness Book of World Records.
1: I feel like France should be better than this. You know? Yeah. I expected more. Yes. Um. Well, fuck that. Let's move on to our taste test. Let's Do it. Thanks to producer Mike Wargon for picking up today's taste test, which looks awesome. It is Anita Gelato, which we've talked about before. It's like really popular.
0: It's one in my neighborhood.
1: Started in Tel Aviv.
0: And it is the best gelato experience. Maybe the best ice cream experience I've ever had. Great flavors, great service, huge line. It's worth Every, it's worth every minute and every penny that you spend there. It's the, a fantastic experience.
1: Mike got us like takeout. The packaging is like phenomenal. It's like a very fancy bag that looks yes. like the gelato version of um Burberry or something. The great packaging. And we're tasting three flavors: s'mores, pistachio, and then a hazelnut, mousse, and chocolate crunch, which is I can't wait!
0: Oh my god, this looks so good! I
1: love s'mores. I'm also haven't had lunch, so I'm starving. So I will be eating a lot. Um, Great, please do. I'm going straight for s'mores and having a giant spoonful.
0: Yes, this is this. It's I can't talk enough about the Mm. way that this is delivered. Mm. If you get like Van Leeuwen to go, they scoop some Van Leeuwen into like a a basic pint cup, and they're like, "Here you go." This is a totally different thing. The The
1: s'mores is awesome. Doesn't only taste like s'mores though. It's like a different flavor. Mm. Take some pictures.
0: The crunch is really good because one of the things I love about Anita Gelato is um, if you go to Baskin Robbins or traditional ice cream place, it's just ice cream in an ice cream container, but they always have a leather a layer of crunch on top. Mm. It's usually like a, a chocolate layer or so you kind of get some crunch and some mush in every single scoop.
1: Wow, that's really good. Yeah. I, I'm having that right now. It tastes like a strassiatella with a crunch to it. Mm-hmm. Now, that's pistachio really ice cream,
0: I always use an example of... It is a very good product that will never get eaten because it's surrounded by much better options at all times. But again, try the pistachio. Perfect. Anita Gelato is so good. Uh, this is going to be one of those things. If I was like a rich person, I would buy stock in Anita Gelato right now.
1: Um, It's in a lot of places. Like this is an international food taste test. Oh, yeah.
0: It's good. And I had a I had a, a, a large cappuccino. Fantastic. Mm. It was so good.
1: The pistachio is really good. It's, I've never once ordered pistachio for myself.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's 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 a very good product that is never going to get used because it's surrounded by better options. What do you think of the s'mores? The s'mores one? Haven't tried it yet. Well, let's guess I'm going to do that.
1: Because I don't think it tastes like s'mores, but it's really good.
0: Like, oh, that's, no. That is, that's not s'mores.
1: I'm having a second bite.
0: That is not s'mores. That, if, if someone said that was amaretto cherry, I'd be like, oh, yeah, amaretto cherry.
1: Whoa, I'm having a second bite to see if I yeah. taste that.
0: It has sort of like an oh. alcoholic taste to it.
1: I did get a marshmallow. That is
0: not s'mores at all.
1: It's not s'mores, but it's really good. Mm. I'm having a third bite.
0: Okay, <laughs> we're going to eat ice cream for the rest of the pod. Well, God, this is so good.
1: Okay, we reason we didn't have a pod last week was because I got COVID, and oh, then right. I got COVID tongue. So we're moving into personal food news.
0: Oh, PFN COVID tongue. Okay, you texted this, and I was like, "Oh, that's so bad. I have no idea
1: what." Did I you Google it? About. No. It's a good thing. What is it? Are people going to be annoyed that I'm eating ice cream and talking?
0: No. We people want you to be happy, Julia, and everyone knows that you're happy when you're eating ice cream. I love it. Um, we're on your side, everyone is.
1: So, I had COVID. Normal COVID, fever for a day, congested, tired, blah blah. blah. Starting to feel better. My fever goes away. On the road to recovery. New Year's Day. My tongue. <laughs> like just like it's like I've gotten a new disease. My tongue is swollen. It feels severely burnt. What? And I have lesions all along the side. So it hurts Ah! to talk. Hurt hurts to talk. And it feels so burnt that I can't like taste anything.
0: Oh my God. I didn't know this. I thought it was a, I thought COVID tongue was, I can't taste anything. I didn't know there was like a physical ramp. So your tongue is swollen.
1: I don't know this. I don't know anyone else who had this has happened to, but of course I Googled it. And like, I found a few articles about COVID tongue.
0: Was there a part of you that was like, I have to go to the hospital because my tongue is swelling and maybe I won't be able to breathe. That's the one of the things I would think. I
1: was a little bit worried about, like, going to sleep. I was like, what's happening to yes. me? Well, I stopped breathing in my sleep, but I'm still here.
0: Great job living.
1: Um, It was really, really unpleasant, and I don't know anyone else this has happened to or anyone else who's even heard of this. So if you if you know of anyone, give us a call at wow. 646-STU-138. So I couldn't, like, really talk, and I had to, like, constantly drink water because, like, it hurt so much, and I need to, like, lubricate my mouth. Well,
0: I always say that I would much rather... Um, take a samurai sword sliced through the stomach than have a pinprick in my tongue because the tongue is so sensitive. So sensitive, yeah. And, like, with that, like, the swelling is bad, but, like, the stuff on the side, like, those little, like, like, cuts, for lack of yeah. a better term, like, those, like, white things, you're just, like, you always, like... It feels like someone's stabbing you with a, with it a really hunting knife, yeah. but then when you go in the mirror and you look at it, you're like, that's it. Like that is the source of all of this I know. pain.
1: So it's just like, you have like so many nerve endings there. It yeah. was, it was oh. really bad. That's, and oh, so, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't more sympathetic. It's okay. I just you couldn't taste. I was like, no big deal. You can't no. even eat hot sauce. No,
1: it's like, so Mike suggested gelato for our taste test and like, that would have been great, but I, it would have felt good. Cause it was like cold. I was like sucking on ice cubes. It was the only thing that helped. Oh my God. Um, but I wouldn't have been able to chase it. And it was just like, I was in a really bad mood. Oh my it God,
0: Juliet. Of course <laughs> you're in a bad mood. Yeah, it really sucks. If, if I had COVID tongue and I hit the lottery, I would still be pissed off. Yeah. I'd be like, it's great that I have all this money now. I'll worry about the tax implications. I'll get a financial <laughs> manager, but this still sucks because my tongue, oh man. I
1: know. It, it was awful. I feel like a bad friend. It's okay. You didn't know what it was. And I didn't like go into depth. But that's I wasn't just like skipping out on food news. I was just like, this isn't happening for me today. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, listen. <laughs> that's God. okay. Your turn. I'm glad you bounced back.
1: Thanks. I'm going to have more ice cream. So you so go ahead and talk. We
0: didn't have a show last week, but it was New Year's Eve. And the family's all together. And um, the first time I was going to ever let the kids stay up, we, me and the girls took a little nap and then got up later. It was great. Um, uh, New Year's Eve shows on television are a huge mess. Someone needs to fix them. I'd be happy to do that. Someone hire me.
1: I hated Andy and Anderson. It's,
0: it's just like, the, I'm, every channel I went to, I was like, this is a this is an absolute mess. Why How come no one can do this? Did
1: Andy and Anderson become a Bravo takeover of CNN? Why? Give me more Anderson, Anderson Cooper.
0: Okay. But that being said, we're watching this, and I was thinking to myself, there's a real market here for a dish to take over as the New Year's Eve dish. Mm. And I'm asking this to people to call 646-2138. Is there a New Year's Eve dish? Because tra- there's t- sort of like traditional Thanksgiving dishes, obviously. There are sort of like Christmas and Hanukkah dishes. And I just feel like this is a, this is a huge hole in the marketplace for a a dish to step up and plant their flag as this is the New Year's dish. There's like seven fishes on Christmas for like, you know, the Italian thing we all saw on the bear. And I think that this is a, a, a huge opportunity for a food to, to to stake their claim as the New Year's Two Eve dish. Minutes. Or even like something like a cake that you slice at midnight or some sort of food tradition around the New Year's holiday because New Year's, everybody celebrates. What is your what is your New Year's dish in your home? It, well, that's I was kind of wondering that. And like obviously my wife is gonna cook it, so I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna have notes or like even try to influence it or whatever. But I, I can't remember. I think she made more mac and cheese and she made something good.
1: I'm imagining cocktail meatballs. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, but I don't that's the thing, is like there's no thing. Yeah, I, I don't remember what she made, to be honest with you. I was watching a lot of football.
1: Question about your daughters. Did they were they disappointed that they took a nap or like were they like we need to go to sleep? Oh, they need to
0: take a nap. I need to take a nap too.
1: I know, but I'm just saying, like, did they want to stay up later? Like, were they bummed they didn't make it to midnight
0: without? A no, nap? they knew everyone else was going to be awake, and they have so much FOMO that they have to do something. You know what I mean? So they're but like, could
1: they have made it to midnight? Like, if you had yeah, allowed but them. they'd
0: be like disasters, and like Mark would be asleep underneath the blanket. It'd be I a see. mess. So the three of us just snuggled and took a little hour nap between 10:30 and
1: 11:30. Awesome. Yeah. All right, great. Um, let's hit today's listener food news. Hi Juliet, Jacoby, and Mike. This is Brad from Brooklyn. Uh, I'm out here boots on the ground in Bowling Brook, Illinois. <gasps> I went to the Cosmics to try it out as I oh my God. mentioned on the podcast yesterday. Uh, you know, the, the wait was about 15 minutes. It was, it was not that bad when I went early this morning. Although the credit card machines were, weren't working, so I had to go pay an ATM fee like I was in a uh, New York bodega. Thirty I cents. Would, I would give a thumbs up to both the spicy queso sausage sandwich and the blackberry mint tea, but mm. double thumbs up to the McPops, specifically the hazelnut one. Mm. And I and I would go back again, but probably not until it's in Brooklyn. Thanks. Have a good week.
0: Wow, Brad! Brad! You fucking. Oh my god, it! Brad! You wow. We love you, Brad. But early on the show, Julia Limon herself said. I want to know about cosmics. Someone go to cosmics My and call in. mind is blown. Who is Brad? Is Brad a plant? I love Brad. Is Brad an alien from the future? Can Brad time travel? I'm celebrating Brad with another bite of ice I cream. I love Brad so much. And the the chorizo breakfast sandwich does sound pretty good. It does, yeah. I understand a 15-minute wait. I think the credit card machine's probably down, probably added to that wait. That's
1: why they're starting with one location to figure out the kinks. To
0: get out the kinks. Blueberry tea is a, is an aggressive move for early in the morning. Well I would have gone with a coffee.
1: Um we don't know if it was the morning. I guess he said he did, it was the morning. He did, you're yeah, right. Well, yeah. who knows what his morning is, you know? Your morning is three forty five. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's midnight for to me. some right now. that's
1: a midnight. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> um
1: wow, thank Brad, you so much, Brad. Wow, you rule huge.
0: you just came through so big. If Brad. we had
1: merch, we would send it to you. Um thank you so much, Brad. Please call us with more testimonials of your food out in the wild, people. Um, thank you to Mike Wargon, as always, and we'll be back next week.